Elhamdülillah. Elhamdülillahi ve kefe ve salatu ve selamu ala Resulihi lezi istafa. Ve eşhedü en la ilahe illallah vahdehu la şerike leh. Ve eşhedü enne Muhammeden abduhu ve resuluhu. I bear witness there is no deity but Allah and that Muhammed is his servant and his messenger and his mercy to all mankind. We pray to him to shower his mercy and his blessings upon all the prophets and upon our Prophet Muhammad, may peace be upon all of them. Dear brothers and sisters, Assalamu alaikum. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَلَقَدْ مَكَّنَّاكُمْ فِي الْأَرْضِ وَجَعَنَّ لَكُمْ فِيهَا مَعَايِشَ قَلِيلًا مَا تَشْكُرُونَ we have provided you with power and helped you establish yourself on earth. But only a few of you are grateful to him. And this verse is stating a reality that the majority of, of us, whether not, I'm not talking about only us as a Muslim, but majority of the human race are oblivious to the blessings of God, either out of rejection to the concept or too busy or, or, or the list can go on. But it's a reality. And the Quran comes and sets for us, such the expectation, clear. In takfuru fa'inna allaha ghaniyun ankum. If you are ungrateful, here is, you're covering the truth, you're covering the, the, the gift and the blessing and the generosity of God. And if you are ungrateful to all of that, God is in no need for you. وَلَا يَرْضَ لِعِبَادِهِ الْكُفْرِ And he does not accept to be ungrateful from his servants, when tashkuru yardahu lakum, but if you are grateful to him, he will accept that from you. Here we are reminded of what is the expectation of the believers, and you'll find the Quran has chosen the word li'ibadih, those one who have surrendered themselves to him, looking to serve him, serve his values and his cause. For those people, it is not acceptable for them to be oblivious of his generosity and of his blessings. So we should not be gravitated to the majority, but we should stand in, as a group, be cognizant of what God has blessed us and to be oblivious to his generosity and to his giving and his blessings. And the Quran gives us few tips to remind us in that endeavor to be cognizant of Allah, to remember Him. Ya ذِكْرًا كَثِيرًا Remember Allah a lot. And وَسَبِّحُوهُ بُكْرَةً وَأَصِيرًا Remember Him early morning and at night. And the best way to remember Allah as we were taught that to remember His blessings on us. So when we are cognizant of his blessings, we are cognizant of him. And Allah is saying is, you have a lot to be cognizant of. Kathira, there, there are so many 
وان تعدوا نعمه الله لا تحصوها يو كان نيفر كومبيوت ذا جينيروسيتي اند ذا جيفت اند ذا بليسنج اوف الله سو الله سينج از يو نيد تو ثانك اند بي جريتفول تو الله اند ذس از سمثينج ذات هاز تو بي دان ا لوت اند ذن وي فايند ذات وي نو ذات واشكروا نعمه الله ان كنتم اياه تعبدون اند بي ثانكفول اند جريتفول تو الله اف يو ريلي لوكينج تو ورشيب هيم And brothers and sisters, here I, I, I find us to be asking a question. On one hand, Allah tells us he is ghaniyun an al-alameen. He is in no need for us. And on the other hand, there is an abundance call. There is an exerted effort by the Quran that we should be thankful and grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why? If Allah is in no need for us, why there is a that emphasis on such acts to be grateful and to be thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that question should be answered. And the Quran comes and say, وَمَنْ شَكَرَ فَإِنَّمَا يَشْكُرُ لِنَفْسِهِ وَمَنْ كَفَرَ فَإِنَّ رَبِّي غَنِيٌّ كَرِيمٌ Those who are thankful to Allah, they are grateful, they will benefit themselves. It is not God that he will benefit. It is us who will benefit when we are grateful to Allah. And we are reminded. And those who are not grateful, God, again, is in no need for you. And here he is the kareem. He is the generous. So he will give to those who are grateful to him and to those who are not. But the key, the punchline here that they, we are the beneficiary of this act. And inshallah, we will expound on that to see how are we benefiting when we are thanking God. The first thing is, I like us, the first benefit, I like us to take a two sample of a human race and to see how they react, hoping in that example it can guide us to the first benefit. We all know about Qarun, uh, in the contemporary language, is a billionaire. At the time of Musa والسلام, and of course when he was approached to why don't you give back to what Allah had given you Allah had been generous to you and provided you with so much why don't you give back look at his response قُلْ إِنَّمَا أُوْتِيْتُهُ عَلَىٰ عِلْمٍ عِنْدِي so he is responding to the people wait a minute no What I have earned, what I have made, that wealth, it is not because of God or... No, no, no. It is because of me. It is I who made it. It is my knowledge. It is my experience. It is my effort. It is my shrewdness. It is I, 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 and me, and me. A list of things that, whether we like it or not, we are all guilty of that. Probably not at that level, but we are guilty of that because when something happens, good something of success. I won a trophy. I won a championship. I earned a degree. I got a job. I got a raise. I, I. It is always when we are boasting to one another, we are always saying it is really me. I'm the special. I am the smart one. It is my experience that really helped me. And we should really pause and ask, is it really 
that is because we know that there is a role for the experience and for the energy for each one of us. We're not going to just sit down and wait for things to happen. Of course not. So Karun is not completely wrong here. But he is missing the big picture. And I'd like to share with you, it is a book that I've, that, that I've read by uh, Malcolm Gladwell, I believe, that helped me understand this part on much larger scale. What he did is he zeroed on on specific individuals who have been fortunate, like Bill Gates, like Steve Jobs, and many people like that. And he really wanted to show that their success, it is not only limited to their contribution to it, but there are other, other factors that contributed to their success. And he went on and he looked at, for example, the age, the, 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 the date of their birth. That was critical that they are born of in the mid-50s because they are ready when the explosion of the personal computers are about to take place, they were ready for it. Then you will find that they are more than just being born at the right, at the right time, but also being at the right place, which school they went to, how the environment contributes significantly, which is also important, meeting the right individuals who help them, and the list can go on, and you will find that whether you were the, the born at the right time, being at the right place, meeting the right individual, all the right circumstances that out of the control of the individuals. So they are under the control of who? For us, God Almighty. So, and the author went and, and said that these, all factors, they coalesce and they will create an opportunity for the individual to, uh, to apply and to employ his or her energy to succeed and to make this opportunity fruitful. This is what's oblivious to Karun. Karun, in his mind, he forgot about there is no way you could have amassed this wealth if you are in a barren land, no resources from God, or your merits are weak. All it takes is you get sick and you're out in bed for, for a few months. Many things can happen to our merits, to our power that we tend to forget. So whether it is our merits, whether the resources, all these factors are in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Karun forgot about. And he developed that arrogancy that you become, you believe you're superior and you, be, you, be, you become arrogant. And we all know that arrogance, it is a detriment to the human character. We don't like arrogant people. They don't, we, nobody likes arrogant people. As a matter of fact, we resent arrogant people and we are gravitated to who? To humble people. So when you are cognizant of God and of his, of his blessing, of his generosity, and you are be aware of all the factors that out of our control, and it is in the control of God Almighty, that should humble us. Should put us in our place that without him, this could not have happened. And that can help us to transform from an arrogant individual to a humble individual. That is the first benefit. And you find that clearly in the story of, Sule of Suleiman. Very famous power, great kingdom, and look to the response. He looked at this dominion, that great wealth, that power, that, that fame, and his response was, Wait a minute. 
I am not fool like Karun or people like Karun. I am aware that I am being tested and the, all the factors around me that made me who I am. Would I recognize that and be grateful and thankful to God? Or do I reject that and cover the truth that it is God Almighty who allowed this to take place? See the difference. So the first benefit, brothers and sisters, in as we reflect and as we thank God and be grateful to what he had given us, it, could hum it will humble us, inshallah, if we do it in a profound way. The second benefit, a lot of times we are looking at what others have. So instead of me looking at the blessings and the gifts and the good things that I am enjoying and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has produced, I am looking at the other individual, he or she. Great, bigger house, greater, bigger job, higher salary, and, and the list can go on. And most of the time when we are fixated on that, we fall into the trap of resentment. I'm better than him. Uh, I'm smarter than her. Uh, why she, she, she got it? I don't get it. And then slowly you'll find yourself slipping into the area of hate, into your resentment. And this is, is a negative energy that's counterproductive. You, you become consumed by your anger and by your hate, by your resentment, because envy, as the prophet cautioned us, the sickness of the heart can destroy and can ruin people. But again, when we are taking the time and being grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, instead of looking at what the others have, I will be looking at what I have. I'll be fixated on the blessing and the gifts and as I said earlier, Allah reminds us, they are, you cannot compute your own gifts. So if you are fixated on your, your own gift, you will be able to overcome the negative energy that resulted from the envy. You go into positive energy because you realize how good you have it. And when you have it good and you're feeling good, you'll feel good about yourself. This is a positive energy and you can build on it. It will inspire you to do more because you have something to build on. But if you keep looking to others, it will ruin us and that envy can take over. So the second benefit, when we go through that exercise of being grateful to Allah, being thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, will make us more aware of what we have. As they say, they, the cup have, have either look at half empty or half full, and no one will have the cup full. This is not the world to have it full. You might think he has a full cup, but you don't know deep inside what they have, and we all know of stories after stories. But we should be consumed with what we have. Because believe it and me, that believe, believe it or not, this is enough to energize us, empower us, make us feel good, and, and, and this positive energy help us overcome the negative energy of envy and jealousy. This is the second benefit. Uh, obviously, I'm sure you can think of your own benefits. Another benefit, when we go through that exercise, it will help us sensitize ourselves. Brothers and sisters, we live in a very busy life, very fast-paced. A lot of times we take each other for granted. We take God for granted. We don't take the time to really uh, uh, do an inventory and find out the good things that are happening to us and to our family. And this is a problem because the worst thing can happen to us and it is a flaw in our character if we become those who are ungrateful. No matter what you do to, the, to him or to her, they don't appreciate. 
ah, it's not worth it anymore. So when we go through that exercise, being grateful and thankful to God, it will make us more sensitive. Makes us more, there's a conscious effort to be aware of what's happening. There's a conscious effort that will lead us to be more sensitive. And as the Prophet ﷺ told us, and it was narrated on Tirmidhi and Dawood and, and Imam Ahmad when he said, لا يشكر الله من لا يشكر الناس That you will not have a, 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 a complete and a, you'll not be uh, thanking, God, thanking God fully unless you thank people. And you can see the Prophet has connected them together. Because when you become sensitive, sensitized, you are aware of what's happening around you to you by God Almighty, you'll be aware of the good thing that's happening to you by your parents, by your coach, by your employer, by the community, by people, because now you are trained to feel and to be aware rather than to be oblivious and close your eyes and close your heart. So you will find here we become sensitized to, through that exercise, being grateful to Allah, to be grateful to people. And we all know to be grateful to one another is an important piece in building a healthy and a strong relationship. This is another benefit that, that we have. The last but not least, and I find it to be the greatest of all, when we really take the exercise of thanking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and doing an inventory of all the good things that are happening to us, we will quickly realize how generous and how giving he is to us. And believe it or not, we as a human being, we are gravitated to those who are good to us. We love our parents. We think about how much they have given us, how much they were there for us. We love our friends, especially who are there for us at time of need, at time of hardship, and so on and so forth. And you will find you, we are, as human beings, are gravitated for, these, for those who are good and be there for us. And no one can be greater in that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we find ourselves gravitated to him and we find that love becomes in that relationship because we love those one who are good and generous to us so here we find the epitome of the benefits is that growth in our spirituality that when we feel we are in a relationship of love between us and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala aqulu qawli hadha wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum ud'u الحمد لله الحمد لله الذي كتب على نفسه الرحمة وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على سيدنا وحبيبنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم. Dear brothers and sisters, as you heard in the first khutbah. On one hand, we were admonished to be cognizant, to be aware, conscious of the generosity of God Almighty for benefits that I have listed them to you. And if I am to summarize, and I'm, I, again, I, I want to make sure that you know that if you do your own uh, deep thinking, you will find many others as well. This is not... The end, there are so many others. But if you are to look at them, you will find that you will, being humble, 
you will be able to be positive and overcome the negative energy of, of envy. These are important development to our character. These are positive development to our character. Being sensitive that is instrumental in developing a healthy and strong relationship with one another. There's a growth in our social network. And the last one we said, the spiritual, the relationship between us and Allah that is in the heart of it, our love to him because all the things that he is doing for us, that is that spiritual growth. And that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would say, لَإِن شَكَرْتُمْ لَأَزِيدَنَّكُمْ If you are grateful to Allah, Allah will give you more, will help us grow. And we can see only few, it will help us grow. We are growing at many levels. But the gift that keeps on giving, that's when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who we know from our experience, those who you give, for example, and they are appreciative of what you give them, would you give them more? Of course, yeah, yes. If they are appreciative of what they have and they, they put it to a good use. You can't abuse what Allah gives us. So what, what Allah gives us, his blessing has to be put to a good use that he accepts and he's pleased with. But when we do that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, is, I'll give you more. And that if, if there's nothing, this will be the greatest incentive that will help us to grow as an individuals and keep the doors of heaven, the generosity of God open on us, which we all desire and we all need. And brothers and sisters, the Prophet ﷺ, who was very cognizant and aware how important this practice is to really go through the time and take take few moments and stop and reflect and, and, and praise and be thankful to Allah, he recommended for all of us, as we all know, that after each prayer we should do as you know, the tasbih and alhamd. And as the scholar said, the most effective way when you are doing these, especially when we talk about alhamd, alhamdulillah, 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 we are, a lot of times we find ourselves racing how many we say. It's not how many we say. As the scholars recommended is, what are you thanking Allah for? Be specific. Between a prayer and prayer, we should really, if, if we are serious and we are inspired by what, 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 what Islam is admonishing us to do, we should really pick between prayer and prayer one thing that I would like to praise and thank Allah for. And we have five prayers. So by the end of the day, you have gone over four. Uh, if you try to do more, it's not sustainable. Let us pick one. And I know, and I'll be the first one to, to, to tell you, a lot of times we finish the prayers, we want to get back to work, or we, wanna, we, 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 we are rushing. Here we are we are, we, are, we, are, we, are, we are reminded how important this is, this exercise is, and I think nobody does, doesn't want to grow and to develop and to want more from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it's worth to take the time. And I think Friday also is underused. We, we come and listen to the khutbah, which is great. I think also Friday is an important day for us to look at the highlight of the week, whether it's one or two, whatever. These are the, the ones that stood out. And we should be thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for it. These are f few stops that we should uh, seize as the Prophet ﷺ taught and Islam offered us. We should seize these stops and try to really activate 
this act of worship because it is so instrumental to our growth and so instrumental to our health being and to our success in this life and to our success in the hereafter. So let us tune our hearts to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and let us pray to him to cleanse our hearts, to purify them. We pray to him to make us among those who are cognizant of his blessings. Make us among, aware, uh, make us among those who are aware of his generosity. To make us among those who appreciate them. And to make us among those who will work and strive hard to remember them. And let us pray to, to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us among those who follow the footsteps of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa akhir da'wan alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Wa salatu wa salamu ala sayyidina wa habibina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in aqim salah.